It's no secret that the both of us are running out of time. So hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand times to tell you I'm sorry for everything that I've done. But when I call you, Welcome to Parallel. That's Brandon. That's Scar. I'm Derek. And I have more questions about this episode than I did about the last episode. You're going to tell me that Mira, who was willing to murder people to get her hands on this case, ain't going to go around and search the backyard? She got other things to do. Like what? Nigga, she literally told this dude with a, with a sickle in her hand. You gonna tell me where this case is? And he was like, you'll never find it. And then Ian just stumble stomps over it. Right. Mm-hmm. They just they just kill a nigga and just leave. Right? You ain't gonna search after you murdered a motherfucker? Like it wasn't like it was that far from where she was literally sitting at. Nope, not at all. Also, the plan to uh, that um, Prime set up with Claire and and Peter was quite simply, you know, I'm going to have my friends go over there and slap some fentanyl onto um, Lambert's neck as he walks through a, uh, a market and then drag him off into a room with Baldwin. Oh, and quiet is kept. I'm going to slip a knife to Baldwin. So she could cut herself free and then kill that nigga. It's unfortunate what happened next, but you get Baldwin with a knife. If you were to encounter God in the forest and it was Baldwin with a knife, God would be cut. That's that's all I'm going to say. Like, she literally told niggas, you don't want to do this. <coughs> Just go home. Let me crawl out this window and we'll all be happier for it. And nope. But I mean, the biggest thing in this episode for me was the smallest thing in this episode, which was when Claire went and activated the sleeper cell and found out that the cell was Spencer. Yeah, she did what? She went to activate the sleeper cell on the bus and found out that the cell was Spencer. And I literally sat there like, is it though? Is it Spencer? Because enough time has passed that you want to remember what he looked like from a kid to an adult. And all he had to say is, oh, I yeah. took the braces off. I don't know. Kids look like their adult selves. Sometimes. But he didn't look nothing like he did when he was a kid. I didn't think. Well, obviously, it was actors. Yeah. I mean, it isn't like it's the actor and his, his younger brother. But now that he's back, Peter's in danger. Very much so. Because Claire will murder you in a millisecond and take Spencer to be with Spencer. And then it'll be Spencer and Spencer. Spencer for hire. You think so? Oh, yes. If she's named her child Spencer, she'll kill you for Spencer. And you keep threatening her about how, you know, 
I got secrets too. I'll just murder you. Especially after they kill Lambert in this episode. Why the fuck which, do I need you? Well, which Lambert did they kill? That's, That's the question. question. That's the question. And also the fact that the other Lambert has a full-on relationship with fucking Emily Alpha. Because she gets fed up and she's like, this this library book is fucking with me, fam. I got to take it back to the library. So she takes it back to the library and literally runs into the most talkative librarian Actually, in the I history the ever. They killed the Lambert from Prime's side. And the Lambert that they caught was from their side. Because the Lambert that met with Emily was after the other Lambert already died. Mm-hmm. He said, you usually meet with my other, not me. True. And, and Emily's working, it was, Emily was working with him to help the other side as a double agent. That's how we know. But, I mean, that librarian was just like, oh yeah, you don't need a card. And at, at the beginning of this episode, they show Emily um, Alpha as a little girl and her and her mom are going to a girl's weekend and her mom is like, let's make up alternate identities. And Emily's like, I want to be Belinda Carlisle from the go-go's. And then her mom is like, okay. And she makes up a name for herself and she's like, and I'm a pianist who also knows philosophy. And Emily's like, yeah, and I can breathe underwater. (laughs) Her mom is like, nah, nigga, that ain't how this works. You you don't lie a lot. If you lie a lot, people can see through it. And then you see Emily just soaking up that information. Like, you can literally see it just in her face. A change was in her entirety because of that statement. Yep. <sighs> but then we find out that... um. Emily, she asks her mom if her dad is going to, you know, how, something about her dad. And her mom's like, don't bring your dad up. Don't say his name. And it turns out that her mom at this hotel that's supposed to be for the girls weekend is sleeping with another man that isn't her dad. So Emily takes the engagement ring or the ring that her mom, her platinum ring, and she runs out towards the water. How she knew where that, that secret stone area was, I don't know if she found it on accident. They didn't show that. I don't know if she already knew about it. They didn't show that, but she just ran to that spot and pulled that stone out and put that ring there. Why she was hiding that ring? We don't know. Because because her mom told her that it was more it was it was it was more important than gold or silver. Yeah. So, like, to a child, you tell a child that this is more important than the thing that you think is important. She's going to think it's important enough to put aside and keep somewhere and hide it. Okay. That's what. That's how I felt about it. To be honest, I do not remember much about this episode. Hmm. I remember this episode more than I remember the other one. Um, but, yeah. It's important that we know that's a hiding spot for Emily because 
in the file that Emily, uh, in the memories that Emily has, she remembers hiding stuff in a place where no one else would find it and only she knew about it and it had something to do with her mother. So Emily Prime remembers exactly where it is. Um, Emily Alpha, again, realized that the library copy of the 10 drum needs to go back to the library. So she goes there and the librarian's like, um, this book is overdue like shit. And Emily's like, well, I don't have my library card. I can go get it. No, don't worry about that. I'll tell you everything you need to know. So you owe us $24. And also your name's Belinda on here. Belinda. Yeah. Yeah. Belinda, that's you. And um, also, also, you only check this out. You check it out often, but only for a few days at a time. And then after you turn it back in, a guy comes and checks it out. And y'all go back and forth. That's crazy. I know there's not a confidentiality thing or anything like that. For librarians. But, like, do you still, you're still not supposed to tell somebody that someone else is checking out the same book. Well, she didn't tell him the guy's name. She just said somebody else does. It doesn't matter. Like, as soon as she returns it, now all she has to do is wait and see who comes forward. That's how I feel, too. Like, you're exposing way too much game. Like, in a real world situation, which I know this isn't, but still, you would have some sort of security to make sure that, you know, somebody isn't being stalked or you know, abuse or something of that nature. But uh, the librarian's like, yeah, as soon as I turn this book back in, he told me to call him as soon as it comes back. So Emily went and sat down and watched a little girl read with her finger. And a guy comes and picks up the book and leaves out. And she follows him and it turns out to be the other Lambert because, of course, the Lambert we know is dead at Baldwin's hands along with all of Howard Prime's homies. Like she killed them easily. She killed them while the first one was bleeding, was choking on his own blood. She did. Then, then she came back and shot him in the face. Like, I'm sorry. She felt really badly about all of it. She told the nigga to go home. But still. Yeah, he ain't want to listen. Mm-hmm. You know you're dealing with an assassin, bro. Mm-hmm. That means like, they assassinate people. Do you want to know how I got these scars? Like, I wouldn't. But she's trying to climb I, out the window, I'm, and he stops her, and he, she's like, "Cut that shit out." <laughs> I really hope that I really hope that heals soon because that has to be murder on the fucking makeup department to have to keep putting that back every every fucking episode. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna see her for a little while. Because she gets out the window and she vamps and she calls Claire and she's like, hey, it's all done. Claire gets uh, into the car with or Claire. When Claire talks with uh, Lambert or yeah, talks with Lambert initially and it's like, hey, you know, I'm a lamb on a lamb and all that. She goes back in episode three and she tells Peter he doesn't know about us. Um. Let's go ahead and get this set up. And then Peter's smoking in the car. And she's like, can you not do that? Spencer rides in this car. 
she's like, you go to work and I'll let you know and it's all taken care of. So she calls Peter at work and she's like, I'm making white asparagus for dinner. Would you like some? And he was like, yeah, that sounds great. Thanks. And then he lets. That's a good code right there. Yeah. White asparagus. And then he lets uh, Howard Prime know that Lambert is dead. But they don't know that there's a second Lambert in the area. Don't even think about that. So the second one is like, yo, my guy is like gone. I ain't seen him since this morning. So I'm going to need you to tell me where the fuck he is. And Emily Alpha's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know who you are. And Lambert is like, well, if you figure that shit out, I'm going to need you to come here and order this drink. Okay, homie. You do realize you just told a spy where to find you at in the code to get you out in the open. Yeah, but she thinks he th- she's not the real Lambeer. He's the other one. And he's thinking that she's still a double. Yeah. So she goes back and tells Naya. And yeah, so Naya's going to go out and meet him. Howard, however, Howard Alpha is still talking with Yannick. Um, and Yannick sets up for Howard to get beat up by Mar- by um, Marcel and by two other inmates. And they beat him so bad that he's just asleep on the floor. And they just leave him there. They just left him there asleep. And it was like it was like lunchtime or breakfast or whatever the fuck. And everybody's walking in. It's like, oh, there's a nigga on the floor. All right, cool. Hey, you want some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Cream of sugar. <laughs> you want it black like your eye? Like, what exactly are we doing? And he, Yannick, actually is like, I wanted to make sure that it was you because your other would have fought back. It makes sense, but not- yeah, but when he first when they first met, he said, "I can make you like him," and he said he didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. But Yannick traces the point of where the two Howards split back to their dad, which is a really interesting conversation. Because he was like, hey, when's the last time you talked to your dad? And he was like, well, I was at his deathbed and 14 years ago. Uh, he was like, so you got married to Emily? And he was like, yeah. He was like, we got married. He was like, y'all didn't elope? He was like, no, that was the other ones. Me and my Emily, we got married in a, in a cathedral. Like, we did the whole thing. And he was like, why? And he was like, because my dad was dying and he wanted to see it. And Yannick was like, oh, you talked to your dad? And he was like, yeah. I was at his deathbed. And Yannick was like, oh, because your other you, he cut that nigga off in like 92. Told him, you know, I don't want to fuck with you. I don't want to see you because he uh, gambled some money. Can't be gambling with baby's uh, milk money. Shit might not be sufficient. But um, (laughs) he paid him back the money. He was like, I don't ever want to see you again. And really didn't. And he was like, that's the point of departure for the two of y'all. Like, Howard's empathy, Alpha's empathy in that situation is what we might believe makes him a better person. But Yannick is like, yo, 
Howard Prime's clarity going forward is something that you can never gain. Like the way he sees the world is just something you'll never see because you never took that step. And you never took that step with your wife. (laughs) Right. And you never take that step with anybody. (laughs) But yeah, so. But I think, I think it's going to get to the point to where is he has to become him. Mm hmm. Because it's very clear that outside of the stuff that he that he does outside of the home, inside of the home, Prime is very much alpha. Yeah. Yeah. And we also find, like I said, that uh, Ian is told by uh, Emily Prime to go and look at this house because management tells her. Hey, go investigate that house again. No, no she's like, I want no, to go investigate this house. And she's like, they they're like, nah, to. fuck that house. You're going to go over here and look out, look up Aldris Fry. And she's like, well, I know what he is. He's a jobless nobody. And they're like, you didn't hear us. <laughs> go investigate Fry. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, but I want to do this thing. Mm. Focus. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, Linda. Listen, go here and do this. So she asks Ian to go out there and investigate the house. And that's where he finds the obvious. Well, he goes into the house and and the the dude is dead. And then a woman shows up at the door and she showed up so smooth that I thought she was about to murder him. Right. I thought that old lady was an assassin. Mm -hmm. I did. But, But she wasn't. And so... Uh, she's talking to him about how the guy who lives there, uh, his dog came over to her house and she's fucking sick of it. I take the dog and, and I choke, choke it. <laughs> All day long, my foot's in the dog's ass. That's what she seemed like with the dog. She was like, get this fucking dog away from me. I think she thought that he was his son. And she, he was like, yo, you know this guy? And she was like, yeah. And she was like, he was like, when's the last time you saw him outside? And she was like, maybe Sunday. Maybe. So he takes the dog and then he walks around the outside, which didn't take a lot. But he walks around the outside and he steps on what seems like a wooden board. That's buried. Not that deeply underground. So he digs not that deeply underground and lifts the wooden board and underneath it is one of those briefcases that management uses to communicate with one another. Yep. And so he takes the briefcase over to his guy and his guy is like, hey man, you bring it? And he was like, yeah, I brought it. And he gives him like a pack of cigarettes and then takes one. Which I was like, that's special. And then the guy uses a blowtorch to light the cigarettes. He's like, I've never seen anything like this before, but he still hits the right uh hits the right buttons and it pops open. And the guy asks Ian, Ian, what the fuck do you what the what the fuck are you into? Like, what'd you bring me? And it turns out that it was he's like, This is a case for management. I can tell by this writing up here. 
And Ian's like, hey, can you figure out what it's about? And he's like, the guy tells him, look, I'm I'm not going to take cigarettes for this one. It's going to cost $10,000. I knew he was going to be dead. Yep. So Ian comes back. The guy's dead. The black guy who tells uh, Emily that we'll never see him again. We see him again. He's like, where the fuck did the case go, Ian? And Ian's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I like that guy a lot. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like I said, if y'all never seen him on my block, he's 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 a good, he's funny. He's funny. Um, And Ian's like, I, I, I don't know. But the dude is like, hey, it just better not. That case had better not found its way back into Mira's hands. That's all York cares about. That's the guy's name. And Ian's like, what? Ian thinks that the that the case goes between worlds and and the guy tells him, not York, but the other guy who's the hacker, tells him, nah, this goes like I think they're all in separate places. They don't like being in one place at the same time. Which confirms what we already knew, but also confirms the question that we had before about is it the same management communicating for both worlds? The answer is no. So Ian gets hemmed up. He gets his badge out. He gets let go. And then we see Howard Alpha, who's still trying to be a nice guy, go over and talk to Marcel. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. And he apologized to Marcel for Batman locking him in Arkham Asylum. And tells Marcel about how he knows his him on the other side. And he and Emily and Marcel met with his uh, sister and her boyfriend. And how Emily Alpha thinks that her boy, how she thinks that his sister can do better. And then he gets punched in the face anyway. I think he got his point across, but the guy was just being a tough guy. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know what that camera's about, but somebody watching. No, I mean like they like I'm wondering who's behind it. Like, is that uh Pavel or like I don't know. But by and large, I thought that it was a really strong episode. I'm really excited to see what happens next. Hold on, um, we didn't talk about the big reveal. What's the big reveal? When they caught Lambert. Oh, yeah, Naya. Yeah. She goes and gets Silk. I mean, not Silk. She goes and gets Peter Quayle and saying, what you about to see, you can't tell nobody. And he goes in there and it's, it's Lambert and Quayle is just looking sick because he knows that they just did a whole plot to kill Lambert. And Lambert's looking down like you look like you just seen a ghost. Just either he thinks they're lying about killing Lambert, and that's his wife lying to him again, which will send him off the edge, or he realizes the two Lambert's are cool with each other. And either way it goes, if he says, you know, he killed my other, that's him killing a, what, diplomat? I don't know if he's he's something. But he doesn't know who killed his other. 
Not yet. Because he said to Emily Alpha that my other has been missing. Do you know where the fuck he is? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's not even the big reveal. No, my nigga, that's close. The big reveal is when Claire finds a, for some reason, Pope kept a fucking recording in the file that she took from uh, Lambert's house when she was cleaning up his safe house. She's burning up all the pictures of herself and everything, and she finds a, a wave recording of Pope who says, yeah, you really think Claire's parents died of the flu? Like, oh. arsenic poisoning looks just like the same symptoms as that flu did. And we needed her. So... Why would the Pope put that shit on wax? Exactly. Why would he tell anybody that? Exactly. And now all of a sudden it looks like Claire's going to start moving closer towards Peter's side to take them out from the inside or from the inside. Yeah. Well, she got no choice now. Oh, and um, also Emily finally hit uh, Howard Prime up with, I know it ain't you because... You know, he's like, I, I, I'll, I'll take you out to dinner. She was like, I'd rather you cook. And it's like the second or third time she said it. I'd rather you cook. I remember you used to cook. He said, why are you going out to meet people with your stupid ass fucking smile? She's like, you didn't talk to me like that before. Mm -hmm. He's like, you don't know Schillinger. <laughs> Right. But I mean, he's right. He's like, yo, you out there talking with people that's going to get you in danger. She's like, I'm starting to remember. And one thing I remember very well is you, my daddy don't talk to me like that. Fuck you think you is talking to me that way. I'm Emily Alpha, nigga. Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. I think the next episode is going to be bang out, though. I think Claire's about to do something stupid. <laughs> of course. Uh, and I hope that they show us more about... Um, like, just give us more about the other quail that's in Echo. Because he is just so... I don't know, asylum-ish, that it just makes me want him to be more than what he is. And I do hope we see the other Pope. Hope the other Pope's the one who runs everything. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense, but then again, you never know. Yeah. You just never know. Scar, you got anything? Uh, nothing new. Same old, same old. Okay. Brandon? Nope. Okay. 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. Scar is on finger, 
Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. I'm there as Ratchet Book Club in the show. It's RTO Podcast. Uh, you can leave a review for the show on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app and then copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app. <coughs> you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast. One dollar will get you a ton of content. You can also donate to the show at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. You can buy us a drink. Or you can donate to the show on the Good Pods app. You can leave a tip in the tip jar. And then just a tip. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to hot you later. Peace. Peace out. It's no secret that the both of us are running out of time. This is single simulcast. Don't know my name, you slip.